Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, lovely people, and welcome back to another episode of In The Pink with me, Natalie Pinkham and Bose, helping you stay connected. Now, it's a bit of an F1 bonanza because we have had F1 races coming in thick and fast in recent weeks, and the same can be said for my F1 guests here on In The Pink. Next up is a young driver who wasn't even in the sport until the beginning of 2019, and yet he is now driving right up at the front for Red Bull. I am, of course, talking about the British-born Thai driver Alex Albon, and he was brilliant company. He has definitely blossomed in recent months and grown in confidence and status, both on the grid and in life generally. And we talk about the importance of his family, giving him that support, of his gorgeous girlfriend, who is also a hotshot golfer. Uh, We talk about his love of cats, And we talk about his ability to produce incredible recovery drives in recent weeks after tricky qualifying sessions on a Saturday. Do not write this guy off. He may look sweet, but he is ruthless. Or at least that's what he tells me. I think he's a really nice guy. He is, however, a great racer. Here he is on In The Pink, Mr. Alex Albon. So how are you, Alex? How are you feeling? How are you recovering from what's been a bit of a roller coaster few races already this year? And it yeah. all goes again this weekend. It does. It's been okay. Um, I definitely would have preferred it to go a little bit smoother than it has. Um, but, you know, we're alive. We're kicking. <laughs> so it's all going okay, yeah. Well, a couple of really strong recovery drives... Um, yes. I've definitely earned you some, well, a huge amount of respect. You already had a lot, but in terms of showing your tenacity to come back when the chips are down, yeah. um, how yeah. important was that for you just to get back on the front foot and, um, and, and turn things around for yourself? Yeah, no, it has been. It's been pretty tricky, especially on Saturdays. I, I feel Sundays still haven't gone bad. Um, it's with the whole... Just trying to get on top of the car. Some sessions have gone smoother than others, but really, the way I see it, to be honest, it hasn't it hasn't gone terrible. I mean, you know, like race one, we were fighting for a win. Race two, three, we finished fourth and fifth. It's not like end of the world stuff, but it it seems like people have latched on to the fact that it is end of the world stuff and that it has gone terribly. So it's a bit, it's kind of that feeling like 
it's not gone that bad. <laughs> I don't know why everyone's overreacting to it. it, it it's obviously not ideal. Um, and there's definitely some areas, especially in, like I said, in, in qualifying, that could have, that needs to go a bit better. Um, but the race pace and the race craft hasn't been, has been my strong point. So um, if we can tidy up Saturdays, we'll definitely be better on Sundays. Do you think that's just a symptom, though, of driving for Red Bull? You know, it's like this self-fulfilling prophecy that yeah. if you drive for Red Bull, it creates pressure, and then the pressure gets you. If you, you can't hack it, you know, this is a disaster, and they're ruthless, and they'll get rid of you. But that's not really the reality of it, is it? I mean, exactly. I know... I think, I think there's, a, there's, a, there's almost a, a stereotype that this number two seat in Red Bull is, is hot, and it's, it's always under pressure, which... Of course, it's the case, but it's not. It, this doesn't apply to just a Red Bull car. It applies to every car on the grid. Um, it's obviously that it is a top team, and, and there's a culture that we we have won championships, we win races. Um, so, I mean, it's just like Ferrari are getting now. It's a lot of um, heat, which is understandable. Um, of course, that's kind of um, it's what you get when you go to to a top team. It's it's, it's there is always going to be that kind of um, that media attention towards it. Well, actually, it's that media attention that I remember you saying to me was the big difference between Toro Rosso and Red Bull. You were like, yes, oh, sure. there's a lot of media noise. Um, so we have to blame my, the guy to my left here, Jack, for that. <laughs> well, <laughs> last time you blamed me, so I, you know, that's... that's <laughs> okay, so I'm moving the blame. That's fine. <laughs> but how are you coping with that? Is it just sort of water off a duck's back now? Are you, are you used uh, to it? I'll be honest, I don't... I don't like it. Like I don't like media as much as I. I as <laughs> I've come back to you again, <laughs> but it's not like it's not in a bad way. It's just I'm a very private person, and um, all this stuff is still new to me, really. But it's just you know I'm used to being at home and and chilling out and doing my stuff. So every time you go to a racetrack, it's very much spotlights on you. And I would say, especially the last few races, definitely that's kind of you know it's a bit more. It's a bit more there. That's good English or not, but um, yeah, it's it's it is how it is. I you do get used to it, and you almost get. It's more that you get used to how to deal with it, and at the same time, you more and more you just kind of not don't care what what the media is saying. It's that kind of thing that you know they're always going to talk. They're always going to find articles to write, and 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 that's what sells. That's what people will want to see. That's what people want to click on. So, so as long as you understand that and, and you have that kind of deep self-confidence and trust in yourself, then, then they can say what they want. They can do what they want. Kind of stick to yourself. Yeah, you're so right. If you're true to yourself and you, and you, and it's such a cliche, but if you do your talking on the track, then that's really exactly. what matters, isn't it? That's the thing. Um, I like, there's, I, want to, uh, I should say this. I prefer Fridays, I say Sundays to Thursdays. As a, as a, as politically gentleman as I can put it, I do prefer the driving than the, than the other stuff. Well, you wouldn't be in the right job if you didn't. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Come on, movie star. I'm just telling I'll be the Thai. I'll be Thai Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah. That would be good. Maybe I would do some karate movie. I don't think I have the body type for that. <laughs> maybe There's a. There's still time. Nice. No, I think I'd be I think I'd be more like a child's TV presenter. <laughs> well, listen, with all your younger siblings, you should be, couldn't you? 
What's he saying? What's Jack saying? He said it'll be like the Thai super bad. If nice. anyone's seen that. Yeah, yeah, that's, not, that's not a compliment. I can tell you that. Um, well, yeah, just, I just touched on your family then. I mean, you've got, what, younger brother and three younger sisters? Yes, yes. A big family. It's a loud house. And I spent most of lockdown um, at home. So it's been, um, it's been loud. It's been emotional. You know, the girls like to have their bickers at each other. Um, <laughs> because really, we were there because with all that going on, even with filming day, always not sure when it's going to happen and same with doing sim sessions the team kind of needed someone there in case if, if max and i were both stuck in monaco you're kind of in the same boat you're stuck with driver options so i i i, I don't know if it's a short straw but i took the milton Keynes <laughs> live and uh i stuck with that and it was a uh, it was okay it, I, I definitely there was at some points i did uh I got a couple of weeks break, just like <laughs> near the house, but not at the house, just to be, just to have my peace and quiet before before the races started. I must be looking like a nice guy, but I definitely don't. I think on the track, I'm I'm not that at all. I would say I'm the opposite. I mean, I'm getting in more more contacts than most people, but I obviously to me that's not my fault. But it's um, it's uh, it's yeah, it's the way it is. I think uh, it's the Thai smile, maybe. Baby-faced assassin. <laughs> baby-faced. I thought that's Lando's little... He's definitely baby-faced. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's, that's not even baby. Yeah, that's... That's... What's that called again? When you're in the stomach and you haven't been born yet? Oh, pregnant? <laughs> Fetus-faced assassin. Fetus-faced. Oh um, now, obviously, having a big family like that does offer yes. a lot of support. How important is that support network that they, they're able to offer you? And obviously a bit mm -hmm. of a nice distraction, I would have thought, a welcome distraction from racing, just throwing yourself back into family life. Exactly. I think that's the, the best thing about family. Um, there's such a disconnect from family to work life where um, being, being in Formula One, there's obviously, it's always high pressure. It's always... You know, it's intense. There's never a, a day or a night where you can just sit down and relax. You're always doing something or, you know, you've either got meetings or you've got media commitments to do um, or sponsor commitments. So when you do get back home, it's so nice just to, you know, chill out. And it will, I mean, we're doing silly things or have played bad, like even, even last weekend, just spent Monday after a bad weekend just playing badminton with my with my brothers and sisters kind of thing in the garden so it's nice to it's nice to have that side of it and I definitely would say um I need it like it's 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 um it's really important to have that um that calmness to it all and taking pictures of cats What's that yes about? are you following the accounts <laughs> so if anyone's watching this you must follow um at alex Oh, no, 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 so at Albon Pets. I, I don't know if that's exactly, if it's written like that, or Albon underscore Pets. Have a look, give it a follow, guys. It's obviously not me in charge of that. I don't have the time or the care <laughs> to do something like that, but <laughs> it's run by my sisters and my mum. I would like to say more my mum, I, I imagine, but I think I'm, I know they have a group chat about it, and they just, they, 
I watch it and I'm just like, there's so much rubbish on it. And what's worse is, this is typical clickbait. They'll use me to get followers and likes. And they will just put the worst photos of me. <laughs> there's like a photo of me the other day. I've like literally just woken out of bed. And my hair's all like, I'm just, I'm having breakfast. And I'm, I'm, there's one cat we call Stan. Um, or my mum calls him horse. I can't even tell you why. But um, I'm just woken up and, and um, before I know it, it's on Instagram. And then I'm oh, I've got a... it! I've got it! That's so... you've got <laughs> proper bed hair. You're right. Yes. Quite cute though. I like yeah. it. <laughs> exactly, and all my um, all my uh, all my mates will just say, "Alex, what is this?" Okay. <laughs> Wow, there I don't are even want to know. The cats. There are a lot. There's, it's unbelievable. And I'm surprised there's no Instagram story because there, there's about five, six stories a day about it. So um, if you guys are lacking um, feline content, make sure to give a... Uh, actually, we have a dog as well. So there's five cats and a dog. Wow. Uh, so, Tino, yeah. He's called Tino for Valentino Rossi. Oh, one of your childhood heroes. Yes, exactly. More of that later. Um, but I'm, it, it's fair to say that your mum and, and sisters don't really know that much about Formula One. They're not that interested. <laughs> no, but yeah, I no. mean, they told me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Actually, that's actually really nice, isn't it? It's that's a good great. thing, because when, tr- when they try to know, obviously it just kind of, you know, it's that thing of like, when your parents want to know something which you're interested in and you're just like, let me, let me handle it. You, you know what? You're kind of, kind of, they want to know everything. Um, I mean, of course, they watch everything as well. But uh, um, yeah, when when I'm at home, the questions aren't normally about what ride height were you running on Saturday morning, <laughs> what diff what diff settings were you using. No, it's it's more about oh, Stan uh, Stan hit freaky. We have a cat called Freaky as well. Stan hit freaky today. That's like, okay. <laughs> Great. I prefer that than the than the diff and the ride height. I love it. Well, the same can't be said for your dad though, because he he was a racer, wasn't he? He was. So cars and- yeah, definitely. Uh, I lean towards my dad for the kind of you know the let's say the racing talk. Uh, he's he's mainly in Malaysia right now, so we kind of it's a bit hard with time zones, but he's obviously still watching me at whatever four a.m. three a.m. in the morning. Um, and yeah, it's like obviously he. He was going to come and watch a few, quite a few races this year, but with the whole lockdown stuff, he's he's over there. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's good, especially because he he was the one kind of especially when I started racing. Well, he was he's the one who who kind of kicked it all off for me, and uh, and that was kind of my he was my just like my, a lot of karting dads, my mechanic, my engineer, um, my mental coach, you could say. And uh, and once you get up the ladder and kind of he takes the reins off or the lead off you kind of thing, um, we still talk a lot just about um, how it's going. But it now it, you know it, it's at a point where they don't talk so much. We don't talk so much about the the technical aspect. It's more just the mental aspect and you know how are you doing and how's it going with the team and, and things like that rather than. I saw you could break five meters later there in turn three, which <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. But that's that's lovely to be able to vent 
to somebody that loves you unconditionally, but also yes. does understand the sport as well to a certain extent. It is, it is. And I think um, that's the thing is, is when, you're, when you're growing up in racing, I think most guys, we grow up in go-karting and we go to Europe. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we kind of live, I wouldn't say by ourselves, but we, we very much kind of distance ourselves from our family just because we're traveling so much. And the racing side of it gets kind of, you're in your own little world. But it is nice to have that um, understanding. And he gets it, you know, talking about, whatever it is and and um yeah it as you said it is really nice the world continues to evolve and the new norm isn't fully clear yet but what does remain constant is the core message from our friends at bose stay calm stay centered and stay connected communication is key in everything we do and goes a long way to nurturing both ourselves and our relationships with others. So continue to talk about what matters to you. And don't be afraid to block out unhelpful noise or indeed to embrace silence, because doing both can be great. Some of the ways we work will have changed forever. Embrace that. Make those new ways work for you. Shape the new norm to suit you. Feel more, do more. Be more with Bose. I mean, he must be immensely proud, as I know that your mum and siblings are, um, about the trajectory of your career. But, you know, there was a time, I remember when we went to that basketball game in, uh, in London. And you, <laughs> you, were you made like, me get my face painted. Oh, yeah, I, 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 still, I'm st- I still get comments about that. <laughs> I'm like, why did, you, why did you let Natalie paint your face? <laughs> I was like, why not? to be honest, I don't know. Yeah. Play the Knicks. Um, but it was, it was interesting because at that point, you, you mean, you said to me, I'd, I'd almost given up on my F1 dream. And here you were yeah. parachuting into the Toro Rosso drive for mm. Australia 2019. I mean, you're like, when you look back on it now and you see the sort of steep learning curve that you've come on since then, 
how do you feel how do you reflect on on the last couple of years yeah it is crazy to think about and it's 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 as you said coming from from formula two and thinking you know it was very much like booking a, a flight on a on a tuesday um, flying out on a Wednesday and then going racing in Formula 2 and, and that was how it was for so the first four or five races in Formula 2 until um, kind of Dan's were like you know what let's let's, let's give you the reassurance that you, you are going to stay for the year and we can work on it um, and I was just, even even with the basketball around that time when, when we went to that basketball game there's that huge thing of I, I didn't drive a Formula 1 car until that at that point and I was you know, there's so many questions in your head. How's it going to go? There was that whole, um, okay, my dream is Formula One and now it's coming and it's coming at 200 miles an hour. It was all like, oh, oh, oh getting worried and going into it. Um, but it's like anything. You turn the wheel for the first time and suddenly all the nerves go away. I like this and uh, I'm here to stay. And um, and before long, I was getting called to Red Bull, which was a, it's a crazy turn of events that happened all so quickly I, I still it still never really caught up to me um how quick it goes because it's just the, the formula one circus you it just keeps going and you're, you're 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 moving around all the time your mind never really rests i mean already even till now i mean it's still going on and and whether you like it or not this it's now going the complete circle where it's now going negative I mean, it is, as, as, as you see, I know, I know about it, like, just in that sense where it's just crazy how, how quick and everything, how everything moves in Formula 1, it's, it's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I really don't think it is that negative. I mean, I think, I think obviously Quali was a struggle, but, you know, God, you could have won the race in Austria. Yeah. I mean, how tricky is that? I always wonder this, how you kind of process something as frustrating as that um first of all would you do the move again if you had your time again would you bided your time and waited do you think yeah. you're a bit impatient to try and take hamilton mm. so when i think about things like that would i have done it again or 100 percent, i would have done it again i would have even said the opposite and i would have been more aggressive and been more committed into turn turn four it is um because it's just one of them things it's like we're not I'm not here to to kind of I don't know I, I look maybe innocent but I'm quite aggressive on track and uh, and it was a, it was completely on to me and it still it still was on um, and obviously with the tire compounds different um, and we were just doing a safety car I knew you know that's the time we got to we got to do it now and uh, to me the move was already pretty much done until we made contact at the very end of the corner. Um, and then to go back to your question, how to process it, I'm not, I think I must be a lot less disappointed than people realise because as a, as a, as a, as a performance, I was really happy with the weekend, you know, like, um, through from FP1 through to qualifying, through to the race, through to the whole build up to that point, um, it went really, really well. And I'm, I think you can't look at the short term, the pure results of things. You have to look at the, the full picture and you think to yourself, you know what, I was there because I deserve to be there. 
I, I, everything that led up to that point was because of all the hard work. And um, the crash obviously didn't, it, made, it, made, it meant that the result never happened. But um, as, a, as a weekend, it was positive. Uh, and so you, to me, at least, I can move on from that quite quickly mentally. Um, it's, it's quite an easy thing to, it's kind of a thing to be proud of, you know. I did a good job and I had to crash, but, but that's that. Yeah, the crash didn't define your week, race weekend, did it? Exactly, exactly, exactly. And that's kind of how you've got to look things in, 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 the, in the full picture, actually, a lot of the time. And just um, for clarity, was, was the DNF directly attributable to the crash? Or could it have happened mm -hmm. anyway? We, to be honest, I don't think we don't have the full answer to it. But we, the way things were running, and then we had the crash, and then we it hit the electrical box and things like that. There's, there's a, we would never say 100% that the crash caused the DNF, but let's say the, the chances are above 75%. Right. So, uh, so yeah, it it wasn't what it didn't feel better that it was a DNF. Let's say it like that. Uh, the funny thing is, is like even in the crash itself, um, the DNF. If I stopped it on the side of the road, we would have had a safety car, and then things like. Lewis's penalty would would have only be, would have been like a out of the points kind of thing, but anyway, I mean that's not to say I wanted Lewis to finish out of the points. That's just that's just to say how it was. Well, when you put it together with Brazil last year, you probably do. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird, isn't it? It's so weird. But it's yeah. in both times. It's like what? It. I think um, everyone picked up on that, but it's just coincidence. Yeah, of course it's not. It's not a yeah, it's not, it's not yeah. And what about your confidence levels as a racing driver? How have they grown um, over the last 18 months? How have they grown as being part of the Red Bull family? Um, and what support do you get from the team? I know Christian sort of mentors you. And, you know, he was very full of praise for you this weekend, saying how yeah. proud he was of you for, for a great recovery drive. You know, you obviously had that penalty for the collision with Magnussen. Um, but you really fought back through to finish P8, which was a was was really impressive, and he was clearly yeah. proud of you for that. Yeah, from from a kind of a confidence point of view, it's very personal. I think you, you I'm not someone who leeches off other people to feel confident or not. It's a very individual thing, and um, and it has grown massively from from when I think about my first weekend in Toro Rosso in Melbourne. To now, I'm a I'm a lot more calmer. I feel a lot. I feel a lot more complete as a driver. Um, of course, I know there's a lot more to go, but in terms of my process uh, approaching a weekend, um, I feel a lot better. In terms of the driving, the driving is quite a natural thing. I would. It's hard to say if you feel more confident or not. Um, I say everything around it. Yes, definitely. Um, and. And with the support with the team, it's, it's huge. That's that's also why um, it's, I very much feel like it's not all the questions regarding the team is, is very unjust because the, with Christian, with Dr. Marco, they are hugely supportive. There's 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 always the feeling that they want you to do well and uh, and they're always there to support. They know when to talk to you when, when they're like, okay, let's just leave Alex alone for a bit kind of thing. Um, that's... That's how it is here. So, no, I feel I feel fully backed by by the guys. Um, 
and obviously we just want a good result a good qualifying to kind of yeah. a smooth weekend that's what we want yeah and what about your relationship with max because you've certainly known him a very long time haven't you what about yeah. 10 years or something now yeah we, we raced against each other in 2010 that was our first year together max was extremely baby faced then I was going to say we were, he was about two years old. <laughs> yeah, we were both podgy faced. We both had cheeks that were just like a bunny. Um, and uh, that was, yeah, straight away Max was very quick. And it was, it was between us two for the championships. I think he won what was called the WSK championship, which was kind of like a European championship. And then I won the, the European and the Worlds. In the end, it's the same drivers that you race against in everything. So... We we had a we had some good races. We had some very close races where uh, we had a few contacts and uh, things like that. But we never we never it never got aggressive. It was aggressive on track, but it never was heated off track. Um, I guess there was a mutual respect between us. And um, yeah, it, it would go to a weekend where every weekend it would either be Max or I fighting for the win. Um, and it was a it was good times. I enjoyed that. What's the dynamic like now? How much data is shared? How much talking is done behind the scenes? There's a lot. It, it's it's like any other team, though. To be honest, um, with each other, we're 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 very similar in what we want in the car. Um, so there's no real difference on on the on let's say the the technical side. Um, and yeah, it's very open, um, especially with Max. He's not someone to hide anything. He kind of puts it all on the table. And, um, I mean, he's driving 100% from FP1, so there's not really anything too high. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, it works well. I think, obviously, the team, he's been with the team for six years now, so there's definitely that chemistry. And it's kind of me, especially that last, the beginning of, or midway through last year when I joined the team, was a bit of that, you know, sit on the, sit on the wall and just listen to everything and see how the team operate. And I kind of understand how, how, how they do things around here. Um, um, because it is slightly different, the, the atmosphere from, you know, Toro Rosso to Red Bull. Toro Rosso, it's, it's, it's a team that they're built for junior drivers. There's, there's very much that, that kind of, um, let's work with the driver and, and make them feel comfortable in the car. Red Bull, obviously, it's pure performance, you know. Everything's, everything's to get the car quicker and, the, the, with that, obviously, you just it's slightly different, and you go from an Italian team to an English team. No real difference. Just obviously, there's a bit of culture difference. Yeah, that's interesting. So it's a given that you'll be able to hit the ground running at somewhere like Red Bull because you've you've done your maturing at Toro Rosso as an individual, and you normally just, yes, but yeah. it's six months that I did it, so it wasn't that many. <laughs> it wasn't that long. Yeah, my God, how useful has it been having that? Um, the, the fr framework of friendship that's offered by George and Lando and these other guys that in Charles that, that you have again known a very long time. I know that George particularly is, is a close mate and um, actually he was on the podcast yesterday. No, I, I like it a lot, especially with George, as you said, George, Lando, Charles, they must be the ones I'm closest to. Um, we grew up together, George and I, we, I'm sure maybe you've heard the story, but we, we pretty much lived together for in 2017. And, uh, and he was at my house. He must have really had more dinners at my house than I had at my own house. <laughs> but just, just because, obviously, he was just close with me, with my family. And, uh, 
um, and yeah, it, it it was it was great. We we still do things a lot together, obviously less so now with our social bubbles. But um, yeah, it, it's nice because you can you can go into a a year, you can go into Formula One with that kind of there's nothing nothing really feels that weird. But then it's very much very quickly. Oh, hey George, hey Lando, what's up? Kind of thing, and you kind of hang out, do your things with them, and um, yeah, it's it's cool. It's that new generation, I guess, coming up. Because when I think about it, you don't really see the older guys doing it too much, and I, I could imagine for people on the outside as well, it must be is a bit weird that we can be so friendly off track. I don't know if that you know people maybe think, well, how are these guys? You know, they should be competitors, not not friends. Um, but we are it's just off track and on track I, I think well I think there's two schools of thought one is that when if you're at the the sharp end all fighting for wins and world championships maybe some of that friendship will fall away but actually I think people are really like it's 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 really endearing it makes you all feel human to the fans um, yeah. and it's lovely yeah. it feels really special it feels like there's a bunch of young talented drivers out there who actually do care about each other as well and that yeah, just makes yeah. the sport all the more watchable um yeah i think you should be really proud of that and it's something you shouldn't let go of because it's um it's well unique really in formula one I, I i certainly i've only been in the sport 10 years but talking to people you know like martin brundle mm. they certainly feel yeah, yeah. like this is a very special group of of young drivers yeah um, yeah that's right haven't really seen the likes of that before so oh, that's great um and so does that mean that you'd still get to do stuff away from the track together do you do you get to hang i know it's different at the moment with coronavirus but can you take a break from things if you end up just talking about racing all the time oh no we talk we, i'd say when we're together we talk almost nothing about racing we'll talk a little bit about it about our weekends and let's say struggles or or not no struggles let's say positives um and we'll talk about you know the rubbish stuff the the typical gossip paddock radio paddock kind of rumors or all that kind of rubbish um and, <laughs> i didn't have you down as a gossip in the pink and bows want to support you in whatever way we can during these uncertain and constantly evolving times so we're giving away more noise-cancelling headphones to bring some added calm to your life. To win the headphones, just tag in the three friends you're most looking forward to reconnecting with once lockdown is fully lifted. Always include the hashtag Bose and those headphones could be yours. Good luck and stay connected. I tell you one bit of gossip which isn't gossip at all, it's the truth. Your girlfriend is... Absolutely gorgeous. My God. Now, listen, I'm not saying you're punching, but she is wow. incredible. I don't know if I should take that as a defence or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You're Thank very, you very much. You look very cute together. But not only Thank is you. she smoking hot, she's also incredibly talented. She's a, she's a pretty decent golfer. She's not a very good coach. I've been trying to learn how to golf, and um, she's useless at teaching me. I blame, I blame my skills on her. So mm -hmm. during, during, during lockdown... I bought a um, I bought a golf net and I put it in my garden, and I was hitting into the golf net and sending my videos to her to correct them because they have like all these apps and, and data software where they can like tell you you know your your right shoulder is doing this and that and this and that 
and um, I went to the golf course and I was just like, Lily, um, <laughs> what's going on? It's going like, it's going more right than it is straight. And, uh, and so I guess, uh, yeah, she's a, she's a, she's an amazing golfer and not as a good co coach. That's what I tell her. Yeah, but I've but got the theory that you can't be coached by your other half. My husband tries to train me because uh, he's just this like fitness freak, and we, it always ends in an argument. <laughs> I think so. You get stubborn towards them, don't you? You don't really listen to them. I know, I know. Patrick and I, my trainer, had, had this conversation because obviously for him it's the same thing with 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 kind of people around him, and uh, and it's the same with me. So I'd be like, Lily, it doesn't work. I'm getting worse. I'm going to go back to what I used to do. She's like, no, don't do that. I'm like, well, at least I can hit it straight then. Um, but yeah, she's actually competing in a couple of weeks in Scotland. Should be nice. So, wow. so hopefully I can go around it and yeah, see what's there. Just don't give her any driving tips. If you're doing... I know. I've, happy, I've, driven in a, I've driven in a golf buggy with her. This yeah. sounds like I'm just like writing her off. But I driven in a golf buggy with her, and it was so dangerous. She hit about fifty curves, and I was like, "Are the golf bags still attached to this thing?" Uh, but she's a good cook. She's a very good cook. So uh, I, I have to say one thing positive because I'm sure. Listen, she ticks enough boxes. Don't worry about that. But that's, but that's it's actually lovely that you've um, that you've got you know, such meaningful relationships away from the sport. I think it's so important, isn't it? Um, and another thing that I think is. Um, just a lovely part of your personality is is buddhism tell me do you, do you actually do you, do you practice buddhism regularly what does that involve and how much sort of spiritual strength does that give you i try to do it as much as i can i think especially again it just it's it's that thing of trying to to kind of separate the racing and, and everything and and having that kind of moment away for yourself so especially even in a weekend like like this, it's the 10, 15 minutes you have by yourself, you can use it just to, you know, zone out, focus up. Um, and and Buddhism is actually very close to that, you know, with meditation and feeling in the moment. Um, it's very good for focus. And yeah, we use it a lot. Um, I do. And obviously, there aren't many temples in the UK, but when when I can, when I have the time to, I'll, I'll go up to London and, and or do our offerings to to the monks um, and yeah it obviously comes from my mom's from my mom she she's a strong buddhist um, she's extremely superstitious as a result um so we but yeah we we do, i wouldn't say i'm as, as much of a not as strong as my mom she's pretty hardcore i guess you could say um but yeah i do use it a lot and i think it's just it's kind of just part of the thai culture as well and what do you think <laughs> it means to the people of thailand to have a thai Formula One driver, obviously not the first. Tell everyone not who the, the first. first. So Prince Vera was the first. Um, actually, you know Tim Harvey, who was may not know who he is. He gave me like an original book from Prince Vera about kind of his whole life in 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 racing. It's, it's really cool. Um, but yes, so Prince Vera was kind of a Formula One. He, he actually has a very quite similar upbringing to me. He was he spent most of his life in Cambridge. Um, spent his most of his time living in, in the UK um, but he was a prince um, from Thailand and he did go about his racing he's I think we're joint in terms of our best finishing position 
of fourth position. Um, so hopefully, hopefully this year we can do that. We can, but um, but yeah, obviously back then to now it's a little bit different. And um, with Thailand, there has there was never a huge following of Formula One or motorsport. It was it's a lot more bike orientated. Um, they have the MotoGP there, and they actually have some very good circuits there. I believe it's even grade one listed. They could have a Formula One circuit track uh, race there if they wanted to. Um, it's just more infrastructure needed. Um, but it is getting bigger, and it is amazing to see when when I have when I first went to Thailand, and I I, I still am relatively a nobody. But each time I come, go back, and and see how much bigger it gets, it's crazy. I remember. It was like my second or third month in the sport and I was down at reception and there was just like a group of people from there's this Thai fan club on Facebook which are pretty hardcore and uh, somehow they found my address where I was staying in the hotel and just like staying at the lobby waiting for me to come down um, but it's amazing to see and it's it's crazy to me to think of um, and yeah in the future, I'd love to help motorsport grow in Thailand. Um, you know, not just in terms of drivers, but also in terms of mechanics, engineers, you know, just the whole world of it. Introduce them to it because it is, I mean, I love motorsport and you do too. Everyone listening to this obviously does too. And it's, um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's growing. It just, it can be so much better. Well, I'm sure with your help, um, and you as such a strong role model, it will do exactly that. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for, um, for being honest and open and giving us a bit of an insight into your world. Uh, we no are be following Albon Pets on Instagram. <laughs> yes, please do, everyone. If you're not, I'm going to be disappointed in you. Exactly. Um, listen, all the best this weekend. I'm sure you. you will do everyone proud. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Alex. A lovely chat with a great bloke. And you know what? The good guys do win. So you could be a nice guy and still ruthless when the visor is down. And I tell you what, as F1 fans, it's great to know that the sport is in good hands, isn't it? All this great talent coming through, the likes of Max and Alex and Lando and George. You know, there's a lot of young talent out there and they all just seem to be good blokes who are living the dream, but really delivering on track when it matters too. So loads more great guests on the way here on In The Pink and loads more chances to still win those Bose noise-cancelling headphones. All you need to do is tag in a couple of mates, add the hashtag Bose on either my Instagram page or the In The Pink podcast Instagram page. And those headphones could be yours. Right, loads more great guests, as I say, on the way, including the legendary DJ Trevor Nelson. I loved our chat. Genuinely right up there with one of my favourite ever interviews. So make sure you download that one next week. But for now, from me, it's goodbye. Take care and I'll see you very, very soon here on In The Pink. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.